This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. This is Eric Nordoff, and you're listening to The Courage Cast. Today, we're going to dive further into How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, one of the most influential books in my life, as well as a course that I took when I was 16 years old. Many of you have heard the story. Uh, my dad sent me every Thursday evening, I think from like 6.30 to 8.30, I was with a bunch of other adults. I was the youngest person there, and we all learned how to speak in public confidently and how to communicate and interact with other people in a way that made them feel good as well as made you feel good. And um, so effective communication. Part of the journey in effective communication, when you become an effective communicator, you begin to be put in leadership positions. And when you begin to be put in leadership positions, you're further challenged down the road of, of how to inspire and motivate others. And so this is part four of this book, and it's titled, Be a Leader, How to Change People. Okay, so there's several principles. We're going to dive into each principle, each episode. Uh, the remaining episodes here until we finish this book. So today it is principle one of part four of how to change people and being a leader, leadership principle. Begin with praise and honest appreciation. It's much easier to listen to unpleasant things after we've been praised for our good points. And for some people, I think that takes a little, even a little bit longer especially if someone's insecure or they might be waiting, they've been barraged with negative, negative, negative. I think it's really important that you become sensitive to the other person and make sure that you spend a good deal of time praising and giving honest appreciation to that person for their good points. And um, that will help lower the bar of defensiveness, lower the wall of defensiveness that that person might have up. So that's why the first step to changing people without offending them is to begin with appreciation for their strengths. Whenever I know I'm going to have to give some constructive criticism or confront something that could be potentially offensive to someone else, I really, really try to make sure that I let them know that I value them, that I appreciate them, that I think they're a good person, and that I uh, really, really want to recognize them for their strengths, okay? So uh, let me give you an example uh, that is given here in the Dale Carnegie book. If a colleague writes a speech for a conference that I feel is too lengthy or inappropriate, for that particular audience. In other words, it's probably not the best speech for whatever reason. We can start, before we dive into the criticism, make sure that we start by complimenting the speech. Make sure that you find some good points about it, noting that it would maybe make for a great blog post or a great article or 
uh, some maybe something a little bit longer or a different venue or outlet for this message that they're going to give. And then you could point out a few reasons why it would be better suited for a written post than a speech, for example. But chances are that even from the first mention, she'll come to realize our point. More than likely, she'll realize, okay, this is probably not the right thing for me, but they're not barraging me and beating me down. They're giving me some good points here. So because we told that colleague that it would be a great fit for something else, she's probably not as easily offended that we thought it was a bad fit for the conference. Does that make sense? Dale Carnegie says, beginning with praise is like the dentist who begins his work with Novocaine or some sort of laughing gas or something that will ease the pain. The patient still gets the drill, but the Novocaine or the sedative kills the pain. That's basically the point that Dale Carnegie is making. So how do we put this in practice? You probably heard of the criticism sandwich, right? Because remember, this book was written in 1950. So this is kind of a review of some things. But if you know that you're going to be facing some sort of confrontation or confrontational conversation, and, and to be honest with you, if you're not confronting or in a position um, to speak potential criticism into someone um, that will help them, then you're probably avoiding that in your life. I, I know I am. If, if I'm not confronting, I, I hate it. I, I never like to confront people, but I spend my days coaching and talking to people and, and encouraging at the same time, but I'm also trying to help them get better at their craft in what they do because we have a large team. I'm, I'm a leader and uh, I try to use this method, this criticism sandwich as often as possible, as well as other techniques, which we'll probably dive into uh, in later episodes outside of this book. But the age old technique called the criticism sandwich, when you're going to offer negative feedback, start with a compliment. That's the bread. Start with a compliment. Then segue into the meat and the toppings and the addings and the mayonnaise and mustard and cheese and meat, etc. Only the highest quality German deli meat, of course, right? Finally, and more importantly, part ways with another positive compliment. Make sure you put that bread on the top of that sandwich, okay? Stick a little... Uh, Stick a little toothpick in there with an olive on top. Man, that's a good sandwich. I'd eat that. (laughs) So that's the criticism sandwich. It's pretty self-explanatory. So a quote here from Jonah Berger, who's a Wharton professor and New York Times bestselling author. He says, it's amazing what a little positive at the beginning and end can do. And that is true for you. So that's principle one, friends, of changing people, how to change people, being a leader, begin with praise and honest appreciation, and honestly, end with praise and honest appreciation. That's it for today, friends. I'm Eric Nordoff. Now go out there and be courageous. 